The Norman Luboff Choir. <laughs> You're making enough noise here to wake up a parking meter. Yeah, this is a sing-along, Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I'll give you a sing-along. I'll give you a song that I think is top. If you keep up this racket, I'm calling the cops. I've got my baby that's dynamite I've got the baby that's bad I've got a baby that bites me Ooh, she makes me mad She makes me mad Mad, mad 
Lord, I have a verse. She makes me mad, mad, mad. She makes me
belly down. And this wave of relaxation spreads down your neck and into your shoulders. Letting go of any tightness or tension in the muscles there. You feel all the stresses and strains of the day begin to disappear. As this wave of relaxation continues down into your arms. your arms grow sleepy and tired. And you become more aware of a growing peaceful feeling inside. A feeling of calmness and contentment. At this moment in time, you feel ever more centered and relaxed. And you feel every muscle in your chest and stomach becoming loose and relaxed. And all the muscles in your back are relaxing too. Almost like a mental massage. All the way down your spine. Feel the muscles loosen and relax. One by one. of any tension. to your thigh muscles and down to your calves and all the way down to the tips of your toes so that every muscle in your legs, ankles and feet become loose and relaxed. So that you are completely relaxed from the top of your head to the tips of your toes. 
and as the outside world fades more and more into it.
I continue to sleep well every night. As you drift deeper still, could not happen when you are awake. You will immediately become aware that you are having a dream. And you will experience the full excitement of lucid dreams.
gentle sound of birds singing, echoing faintly in the stillness of the air. It's almost a magical place, stretching into the distance as far as the eye can see, in all directions. plants and tall elegant trees
to get ready, folks, because the movie's coming your way. Now let's watch a full-length movie, folks. Happy New Year again. to the Gulf of Mexico Well, I've been down to the bottom Down to the Gulf of Mexico Well, I'm looking for a woman Just like I never looked before You see, I need me a lover That doesn't want me for my gold Lord, I need me a woman there's a heart that's not too cold But the main thing about her She's got to like the jelly roll Oh yes, I'm looking for a woman Well, I got to have a woman Lord knows I need a woman Well, I just got to have a woman But the main thing about her She's got to like the jelly roll. Go on and play the flute now. Well, if I find me that woman. One that likes a jelly roll Well, I'll give her all my money And let her thrill me to my soul But until the day I find her I'm saving all my jelly roll I'm saving all my jelly roll I'm saving all my jelly roll I'm saving all my jelly roll
Conversation seems to be silly. I feel so mean and rot. I'd rather have the blues than what I've got. The room is dark and gloomy. You don't know what you're doing to me. The web has got me caught. I'd rather have the blues than what I've got. All night I walked the city, watching the people go by. I try to sing a little ditty, but all that comes out is a sigh. The street. The rain begins and then comes lightning. It seems love's gone to pot. I'd rather have the blues than what I've got. All night I walked the city, watching the people go by. I try to sing a little ditty, but all that comes out is a sigh. The wind is blowing colder. It looks like love stale and older. My luck don't look so hot. I'd rather have the blues. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. God, how many? That's ten letters, right? It stands for Let's Watch A. Full length is one word because there's a hyphen. Movie on YouTube. Seven words, right? But Welcome. Y and T are initialized, right? Right, but that stands for YouTube. We're, our show is called L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. I'm glad to be here today, and I'm also proud to resent <laughs> our guest, Adam Spiegelman, okay. your brother. Yeah. So I'm really excited. This show is based on my brother's show. Adam has been doing a podcast interviewing the greats. I was just, it's a cult movie podcast. There's interviews and there's reviews. And the interviews, you go to proudlyresents.com and you look up the guy from summer school. Okay. You look up the guy from ski, whatever. Dean, what's his name, Ab? Cameron? Yeah, that was a great interview. He talked about everything. The guy, uh, uh, Dean Cameron or something. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't yeah. Know he was in. Uh, him and his brother were aliens on a TV show in the eighties. Uh, uh, called um, I love that show. They came yeah. to Earth or 
something like that. But, but anyway, great... he was very he was very open about uh, losing his career in Hollywood. It's very interesting, <laughs> very funny. It's very funny, and the guy has a good blog site. So check out Adam's site for some great interviews. Lloyd Kaufman from uh, Troma has been interviewed. Uh, all the greats. And all the greats. Great... All the greats. Not so great. There's a lot of people. I'm in there, too. Uh, and Adam is gracefully here with us. He has picked our movie that we're going to watch, a full-length movie on YouTube. We want you to go to YouTube, watch the movie with us, and listen to our podcast at the same time. Yes, we are a podcast. We are all over. We're known to be airing uh, streaming first on Muni Radio every Sunday at 2 p.m. We're known for our podcast by our initials, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And, of course, we have a YouTube channel where Carl has already synced up the movie and the episode. And you can find that at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Carl, what is the movie we're watching? Today we are going to watch Come and Get It, 1936. But that's not what you put in the YouTube search engine. And this is a first. You're going to put in Francis Farmer movie. Okay, Francis, you know, F-A-R-N-C-I-S. Francis Farmer movie. The channel we like is Jogador Profissa. Of all craziness. No. If you put in Come and Get It 1936 in the YouTube search, it does show up. Maybe. I don't know if it does. I, you, you've got it? Yeah. But it's like the third choice. And like Carl says, it's not titled Come and Get It 1936. Five. It's titled Francis, uh, Francis, Francis Farmer. Farmer Movie, which is accurate, although other people are in it. but And it's J O G A D O R Professor is what we like. Jogador Professor. Okay, so um, we want you to go ahead, go to YouTube, type in Francis Farmer movie or come and get it and find the one by that username, which I'm not going to repeat because I don't have it in front of me. It's Jogador Profissa. Jogador Profissa. All right, so find that link. Enter the link, click the link, hit pause immediately, move the timer to zero, zero, zero. When our special guest, Adam, says go, you Wait. will go. Uh, We're not doing a celebrity comedian countdown? Well, we have a celebrity comedian. Rose, we need you to do a countdown for us. Can you count okay. three, two, one, go? And when you say go, we'll just try to do a warm up. Okay, go ahead, Rose. Uh, give us a countdown. Three, two, one, go. Fair enough. Roar! Roar! Immediately we're roared at by a lion. You know, there's some movies where the, you don't hear the lion. Yeah? 36. Yeah, like for, for a few years, they just had a silent roar going. The intro of MGM movies. Lame. Ed, so Howard Productions presents Edith Farber's Come and Get It, uh, talked over by Adam, Carl, and Mike. I want to get <laughs> all the preferences out of the way. This was a book in 1935 called, um, uh, called Come and Get It. And it was supposed to be a book all about how, like, America, the robber barons raped it, chopping down all the trees and messing up the, the waterways. And, but this film got changed by Howard Hawks, who's the director, right. into more about the love story and the, 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 the love triangle and the romance. It was more it – it really doesn't pay respects to the spirit of the book. Okay. So she's passing out pamphlets and she falls in love. No, no. The book was just a book of exposing how they didn't care about conserva conservation, wildlife, 
They didn't replant trees. It was basically a scalding book politically against robber barons. But boring. Yeah. You want a love story. That's yeah. how. Okay. So Samuel Mayer got injured. He had a terrible operation. He had two of them actually. And so he was distracted. And that's when director Hawk said, fuck this book. I'm doing oh. the love story. Behind I sent Rose downstairs, Carl, but can you guys uh, X and A on the cursing A and the uh, rape yeah. words? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just imagine a five-year-old is sitting in here. Yeah, well, maybe we don't have a five-year-old on a podcast for adults, but okay, it's just one man's opinion. Kids movie. Look, there's horses. <laughs> now, this is the 1800s, late 1800s, uh, where our story begins with a young Barney Glasgow. And now he's going to tell all the workers to come and get it. Oh, he says the title? Which is our title. Oh, right away. It's the first line. Yeah. And it's how we'll wrap up our film, too. Howard Hawks is a genius. Spoiler Oh, really? Oh, At the end, he says, podcast, come and get it. Everything is spoiled. Hey, is there going to be a fight? And the guy says, come and get it. <laughs> Good call, Mike. What else do you say, come and get it? He's for dinner, get a punch in the nose. Mm -hmm. I would tell it. you, but there's a five-year-old in a room. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm eight. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Yeah, that well, is, we were... that's a big difference. Big difference. How old are your stuffies? Because we we want to talk adult, but we don't want to talk in front of young stuffed animals. Now Barney's like the oh, boss look at this. of all the loggers, and he's catching someone drinking, and he's Ooh. giving them the business with a maple syrup. Off the sap, you sap. Holy saps do sap. Well, they God, can't drink, they cut down trees. Ash, eh? Respect. Hey, I'm a land baron. Oh, Whoa, shit. Whoa, somebody I'm the low-budget Edward Robinson, see? He wasn't available, see? <laughs> yeah, now this guy, as soon as I saw this film, I knew his face. So I said, where do I know this guy from? And you I know what it is? Him up. This is... Edward oh, the, Arnold. Yeah. Which one? The the lumberjack or the land baron? The land well, he's not a land baron. He's like the, the foreman. He's like okay. in charge of all the loggers. But he will become that guy, yes. Yeah, Ooh, he chooses. This is what I liked about the film. Was that it? all right, the kid in the back? That's Spider from Goodfellas. He grew up. Yeah, you wanna dance? Yeah, he could he's still at his foot. I love like old movies where like guys like that can knock out lumberjacks. Did you see how he punched? Joke. He held his, caressed his face and then punched him in the nose. So <laughs> like, when I looked up Edward Arnold, the truth is he's just been an, a million things. The only thing we would know is uh, he was in Duck Soup. He was in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. He was in 12 Angry Men. I remember him in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. He says the line, shut up. Stop. <laughs> Talking. But is it the filibuster scene? <laughs> Be quiet. Be quiet. Now for Eddie. <laughs> In 12 Angry Men, he played men. <laughs> he played number 12. Yeah. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He played Guilty number guy. 10. He was juror number 10. All right. What's he goes? Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. I haven't okay. seen him play. So now what we're finding out is Barney's ambitious. Very ambitious. Sure, he's the foreman, but that's not enough for him, right? He wants to do perfect job for the boss because in the 
very near future, he's got a bit of a proposal for the boss. So he's like, you men are behind on your login. So I'll tell you what, we're going to double down and do this other lot too to really wow the boss. And if we do, I'm going to throw a huge party for you. Free booze for everyone. Yay! That's the equivalent to now in the office when they say, like, if you come in for extra hours, you get a uh, pizza party. And everyone's like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. There's no health insurance. Right. Well, now just... we're going to see a lot of timber. Okay. Oh, and... timber. Timber. And there are lots of times right timber. by the tree. I just don't get how I don't get mushed by a mistake. Hollywood. Well, well so you say timber. Yeah, you say timber. You say no, four. but the guy's sawing themselves. What if it fell right on? You don't have a second yeah. to get out of the way. No, I'm with you. I never knew I understood that. You noticed there was a, a credit in the beginning for logging sequences filmed by a separate person. So they must have somebody who knows what they're doing. Oh, they you must have bought it, right? see how close it is to them? Of course, yeah. it's a snake in a movie, but like, what if it started tipping his way? It Do you is. think it's a real tree there, they, or a Hollywood tree? Uh, well, okay. Oh, yeah, that's one of those the Hollywood trees. interior scenes were filmed in Idaho in the North Fork Clearwater River. And we're going to see a lot of that footage. One of those liberal Hollywood trees. Yeah. yeah. Those Rob Reiner trees. <laughs> You'll see him getting hugged in the film. Now, here, it's like late, but Barney's still working. And he's going to, you know, they're talking about how the river is thawing and they can use it for the logs. And they're going to dynamite the ice that doesn't melt. It's pretty dramatic. Nice. He's like, hey, boss, have you heard of these floppy disks? You don't need that logger book. Like, that's old school. It'll never work. Never work. It's a lodger. Lodger. Although they're doing logging, it's not a logger book. It's, it's a ledger. ledger. I was going to say ledger, but I said logger. Uh, I was maybe maybe logger. I'm wrong and you're right. It's ledger. Yeah. You He's write a your... lodger. He's staying in the, in the hotel. <laughs> Very USA. Yeah, Look how well, old a guy in the hat is. Yeah. Like, they're both actually pretty old, but he just looks ancient, you know, with the... Now, this guy, they're probably both 35, to be honest. Yeah, to be honest, how old are you here? Right? That's a hardy 35 right there. That lived. guy's funny. He lived. I was a juror for 12 with other 11 yeah. other angry men. Well, that was in the 50s. What happened is Edward would go on to begin to gain weight, <laughs> then he would lose weight, then he would gain weight. Then at one point in his career in the 40s, he said, you know what? I don't want to be a leading man anymore because I got a diet. So he just let himself get big and took character acting roles. Oh, so in 12 Angry Men, he played juror 12 and 11. Oh, he hey, <laughs> come on. Oh. He filled out both seats. but he played right. We were going to do 11 Angry Men, but okay, you're such yeah. a good actor. Yeah. Well, I only see 11. Hey, I'm in the room. <laughs> you mind? <laughs> Now, we're about to see about 20 minutes of a or documentary of logs floating down the river and how they go about it. This, this is, is okay. in Hollywood. They call this padding. Yeah. It's interesting, but after, like, the first five minutes, you're like, are we really? You see how they make the flow going yeah. themselves so that they can channel? Yeah. Hey, guys, I, I watch this footage. I have to go to the bathroom now. You got a log? <laughs> Uh-oh. Right now, what fascinates me in this footing, footage is the, the workers are so close 
are getting smushed. Every scene. They are almost getting smushed. When you said we were going to stream a movie, I wasn't expecting this. Ah, we're streaming. We're streaming a movie. You get it? (laughs) Hey. Hey. Everyone has a streaming service. you know about Francis Farmer? You guys knew about Francis. How did you learn about Francis Farmer? Oh, I went to Marie Colander, right? Doesn't she have chocolate, Francis Farmer? <laughs> I, I always get... She made I the ice cream, Michael. Yeah, well, for right. me, it was Nirvana. I, if there wasn't the Nirvana song, I would have no idea who she was. Is well, you know how Mike and I saw this movie the first time? Uh, at the Montclair Public Library in the back, there was that little conference room, and they would show movies, old That's movies right. there. I don't remember. Every Wednesday night, and then during uh, the day when school was out. Yep. And we were like one of the only kids there, if yeah, not people, no. who would go every I was, week. I was really loud, and the librarian had to suss me out afterwards. You gotta be quiet during the movie. What, talking during the movie? Yeah, during the Marx Brothers, when I was. Oh, no, but we, they would, every Wednesday night, they would show an old movie at seven, and we, our parents would yeah. drop us off, and then, I don't know what they would do. Um, and then we during the day, when there was no school, they would drop us off. So this is one of the old movies that we'd see. So that's why uh, you, you recommend, you picked this one. Yeah, I really liked it. You know, like, Honestly, as a kid, I, I was just kind of freaked out by the uh, by the plot where the Edward G. Robinson guy, he, uh, spoiler alert, he chooses money over love and then regrets it. Yes. And I was like, like you gotta go a one and he way tries to there. make it right. Can we show a little respect for the actor? His name is not Edward G. Robinson. He's sure 12 and 11. Thank you. Edward Arnold is his name. <laughs> oh, yeah. For uh, happy days. You see, it's what just going to keep going very... and going, showing us this footage. Ooh, I got to take a dump. Carl, sometimes a log going into something white is just a log going into something white. Sometimes. Yeah, stop reading into it. Is it this time? Here's Francis Farmer by Nirvana. <laughs> no, no, don't play it. We'll never air this on, on YouTube. Why? Because you it'll think? flag yeah. us? Yeah, yeah, they'll flag us. Do you see the I icon at the bottom is the uh, baby from Dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> No, Carl, just hold air on YouTube. All like, right, Michael. We played It's Tricky, and we got flagged, and we got pulled. And yeah, the episode it didn't, didn't get pulled. Oh, yeah. No, it you didn't just, get pulled. So, but Germans can watch it because of some German Something music. like that, that. Yeah. yeah. Wow, this so, is yeah, so if you see the time, I, I, I don't know how we sat through this uh, as kids, but we had more patience. Uh, I think the moving image kind of thrilled us. Okay, now, this money director... Oh, yeah. When the, way, when the movie came out, I was like, either watch this or uh, sit home and get a sepsis. Or, uh, yeah, right. There yeah, wasn't much choice. Movie. You went to the theater and you saw moving pictures. Wow! Wow! Oh, no, that log is coming right at me. All oh. right, here he's making the deal with the big boss. He's saying, they're building the railroad now. They're going to they're going to make it right across America. So what we should do is get the contract to chop all the, chop the trees down so that the railroad can go through. We'll be paid to make money. You see, and he's even got uh, a plan for the places where they aren't like a homestead with with lumberjacks. And he goes, "Well, that'd be fine. And you're just the man to do it." He goes, "No, I'm just the partner to do it." And, oh right, so he gets talked into, if you want to be my partner, because I trust you to really deliver this millions of dollars, you got to marry my daughter. You 
that's going to be the trade making. Oh, hey. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not really big on commitment. Uh, <laughs> hey. I'm a oh, lumberjack. Okay. I don't know what else, I don't want to say anything more, but you understand my shirt? Now, lumber, the reason yeah. that the, the Jack um, is right in the name. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not a lumberjill. Well, there's a comic <laughs> called Lumberjane. Lumberjane. About female uh, Rose is still in the room, Mike. No, I, I, you can read it if she wants. No, no, no. Now, my uh, Adam is married with children, but yet he's still in the closet. Hey, hey, I'm making fun of this guy for being a lumberjack, and I'm the one in the closet. You're, yeah, you're literally in the You speak from, literally. Uh, from experience. No, 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 no. No more. Now, what I've been trying to get out is Sorry. That the Samuel Mayer. Now, Samuel Goldwyn. Now, remember, he's not just some company at this point. It's him. Right. He's making it's these him. films. This is this is an MGM movie, but it's probably prior to their uh, conglomeration. The merger, right. The reason he chose Howard Hawks to be the director was because his grandfather was a logger, and basically Barney from the book is based on his grandfather. So he thought, who better... That, you know, but then Hawk said, I like the romance. I don't like yeah. the father. I don't like my grandfather as a scumbag. Oh, excuse me. Right. I didn't mean to say that. Hi. Oh. But Adam, maybe, you know, we could do a little humor. No, no, it's fine. We're family friendly. Oh, we're, watching, we're watching a movie. We're watching kids in the library. We can't, we can't handle that. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, so now, the old game. Now, Barney, oh, yeah, Barney, who's just committed to marrying the daughter left of one. the logger to make. No, left one. Oh, I was wrong. Sorry. No, that. See? He's always lucky. Except for he's got to marry that lady. Well, Wait. he is lucky because he's going to bet $500. Whoa. You know, this is 1970s money. 1886. And he's going to win. Now, he just committed to marrying the daughter, even though it wasn't said out loud. It was the implication. But he's about to meet the love of his life, Francis Farmer. Right there. That's right. Her name is Hawks. So, Francis Farmer, Howard Hawks, do you guys have any connection to these people? Like, have you seen another Howard Hawks movie? Uh, have you watched another Francis Farmer movie? I've only heard about Frances Farmer. She was very difficult, very hard to direct. And she would binge drink. She'd get arrested. Nice. She was committed to psychiatric hospitals. She, she had a really messed up childhood. Her, her parents kind of divorced her and then, in a way, sort of abandoned her. They divorced and, her? Can you do that? How that? Uh, <laughs> they were divorced at a super young age. They split up. They lived in different states. The mother got this job for doing research, and she said, you know, these kids are messing up my job. So she had the aunt ship them off to the dad. They were on the train alone. She had a really hard childhood. Wow. Oh, I probably dated her then. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys. Uh, Rose is not in the room, so you can say the F word or oh, whatever okay. kind scumbag. of awful thing you want to say. Sorry, I said scumbag. That was a step too far. 
Well, bag is a perfectly fine word. Bag is fine. Okay, so Francis Farmer is helping. He goes, I'm not flipping this over to see if the thing is in there. You flip the other two over, you know, because he's not going to get scammed. This is just showing again how great they're all in. That's really cool. Now, you know, in eight. $500 in 1884 is equivalent to $500 in 1884. Yeah, in 1884 money, that was worth like 500 bucks. Yeah. Like if you uh, adjust for inflation in the time period, it's right. about 500 bucks. So he is giving this, you can put on the audio for a second. You can see how tough she is, you know. Oh, shoot him. Leave it on for a second because we're about to hear Love Me Tender by Elvis, but before there was an Elvis. This is 1884, right? Yes. This is uh, Gomez Adams playing piano. 1870. Love Thy Tender. They changed the lyrics. It's completely different. It's completely different. Um, Oh, are you going to sing a song? Give me my umbrella. (laughs) Where's my parrot? It's a pair. Your hair looks like it's been raining all morning. Look at that. Give the guy a towel. Okay, the song is called Aura Lee, popularized by Elvis Presley with Love Me Tender. So we could play this song. It's probably the main tune. Now, this was Francis Farmer's biggest movie. And then on the Ed Sullivan show, like three decades, four decades, three decades later, she'd sing this song because it was her most popular movie. Oh, wow. Was he regretful of singing it? No. Ow, my eye. Why'd you open the parasol and doors? Now, I get sick of this song by the end of the film because they play it throughout, my goodness. Imagine she's saying orally. Maybe that will help you. (laughs) Orally. Right. Yeah, right. Now it's an interesting song. Now you're interested. Orally. I'll listen to the end. I want to see how it ends. <laughs> how will we be taking this test, Professor? Oh, the barbershop's there. How, how do you? How are you going to take my temperature, Doctor? Broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> see, aren't you glad your kids are in the closet? I can say that now. Can we watch the log scenes now that my daughter's in the room? Yeah. Slowly. Now, check this out. I was going through Wikipedia to start off, and it said, music by Alfred Newman. So I immediately tried to research, what's his middle name? Right. Wait, Wait, was Alan. Alfred Allen Newman. That oh, is so close. hardcore research right there. Oh, I what me that, worry? Yes, what me worry. I learned that the E in Alfred E. Newman stands for enigma. I don't know. Is that uh, interesting? You know Somebody. they ripped off that 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 face. That face was used for advertising in the eighteen hundreds. Uh huh. Like, you know how they would have like you know, Doctor Spiegelman's cure all or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So they would have Alfred E. Newman. They reused that image, and then they, for the rest of their corporate lives, they backtracked and retread it and said like, oh, you know, it was a popular image at the time, and like, or it was a coincidence or something like that. But yeah, you could trace it back to the eighteen. Kind of hard to say that when the guy's name is Alfred E. Newman. Now it turned out that Alfred Allen Newman was like 
He did over 200 motion picture scores. He did the fanfares, which are associated with Samuel Golden Pictures. Wow, that's big news. He was one, among the first musicians to compose and conduct original music during Hollywood's golden age of movies. Later become, became a respected and powerful music director in the history of Hollywood, his son too. Newman and two other composers are the three godfathers of film music, apparently. So, usually I ignore the music because he was Alfred Newman. You were like, what? Let me check this out, yeah. There was some Mad Magazine songs, right? Uh, they had a, do you remember that, Ed? They would have a record inside the... Uh... Magazine, yeah. I'm going. It wasn't. I'm going berserk, but it's like I'm going mad or something. I think I'm going crazy. It was like it. It was a gimmick, forty-five. But it was a, a plastic, uh, right? Forty-five inside the magazine. You you would separate it, serrate it out, and it had multi grooves. So the song would begin, "Hey, it's a wonderful, terrific day," or something like that, and then it would get to a multi groove, and it would give you one of three different endings or cool. whatever. So it would be like, you know, my wife left me, a rat bit me, or something like that. It's so I remember the first time I ever put that on, I heard. Yes, I'm leaving. Not you leaving. Thank you. Thank you. You played the Nirvana song anyway. All right, fair enough. Well, you don't have any Beatles songs to ruin this? Yeah, what about Rolling Stones? <laughs> Did they, Francis Farmer mentioned by Bowie? <laughs> now look, Francis is putting a Mickey in his drink. Did you see that? Yeah. Who's Mickey? Okay. So he's going to like pass out. She's going to steal his $500 of winnings or whatever. Nice. But something weird happens. It he starts up. asking her, where did you come from? Are your parents still alive? Can you get back? And she gets pissed off. Hey, what are you two? A bunch of missionaries. Come on now. <laughs> and I'm a lady of the evening, He's genuine. He's just interested. And it turns out it, about $150 she could get back home. So he gives her like 200 bucks. And then Sven skips in like 30 bucks, whatever he's got. Fucking and then Sven. she starts to realize this guy's not worth ripping off. This guy's a nice man. Right. And so she'll prevent him from drinking the drink. Oh, wow. Why don't you give it a listen for a second? All right. Well, I'm getting kind of thirsty. She's like, you better stop drinking. Will you get out of here? Look here, honey. Your pocket's full of money. Some of the man's sitting on there. If you think he's gonna let you get away, I guess you're crazy. Well, he's like, she's like, my pimp's not gonna let me out of here anyway. Is he going to leave the table and his buddy's going to drink his drink? Finally, slurp. You should have written this film. Yeah, I'll talk to Howard Hawks about this. See that? Whoa. Yeah. Now, you'd think he'd be like, hey, screw you. But he's like, no. He's like, you're coming with me. I like you. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I disagree. I'm in the minority. Pimp is like, you're not taking my best girl who sings Elvis Presley songs. Yeah, and has an umbrella indoors. So Barney's like, here, you sit down. We're going to fight this out. And she goes, what do you think I am? And she grabs her own bottle. Oh, look at this. Whacking people on the head. You know, every time there's a bar fight, especially if it's the Wild West, there's a certain choreography that we're just used to. And this is like, breaks all the rules. Look, he threw a chair at his knees. 
They're fucking rough fighting. Lumberjacks, man. Look at this guy. He does that move. Holds the chin and then slams the head down. Yeah. Bang! Oh, the oh no, right in my face. They start flinging the <laughs> Oh. Yeah, this look at that. This called back later in the film. What a dangerous thing to do. Right in the Ow. nuts. Oh. Yeah. No. Again, another oh, nut right shot. Oh, right in the nuts. Oh, the family jewels. Oh, my God. The log. The log in the street. Well, this is the most dangerous stunt I've seen. Like, custard pies are less dangerous. They're throwing metal frisbees at shit. Mike, it's a movie. We don't know what's up. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying... Hey, my uh, thoughts and prayers out to the families that were hit by these trays, but there's nothing we can do about the trays. <laughs> but they get um, to free the girl. It's their right to have the trays. Uh, can't regulate trays. It's defined in the 222nd Amendment. Trays. Oh, well, she settled in. Hiya, honey. Hiya, Ralph. because she was a tray. Her. Wait, was she family. like a? Was she a prostitute? It's never said. Okay, it's implied. She just sings in cat houses. Singing yeah. prostitutes. Well, I don't know that she was, but. Are they all? Kidding. So now she's like, I love you. I love you. They love each other. Now listen, Alice. Why, it's not a get-rich scheme plan. You uh, guys know the Nirvana song? Do you know it? Something, something. Francis Farmer, uh, entertain me. It, uh, oh. No, no, no. The, the uh, title of the film is called, the title of the song is called Francis Farmer Will Have Her Revenge. She's not mentioned in the song, but she is born in Seattle, Washington, and that's where they're from, so maybe it says... This is the only thing, and maybe it's her. In her false witness, I hope you're still with us to see if they float or drown. Our favorite patient, because she was incarcerated a lot. Display of patience, disease-covered Puget Sound. She'll come back as fire, burn all the liars, leave a blanket of ash on the ground. That might be. He was, what, 25 when he wrote that? Every 25-year-old knows. I guess so, if they're from Seattle. You think, like, Kirk Cobain saw, like, a punk rock sticker or Francis Farmer on some coffee shop in Seattle? He's like, oh, just, cool. 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 Oh, look, there's a hole in the screen. In the, uh, screen. Yeah. Now, they're off to somewhere, but Sven has a telegram. Okay? Right, and then okay. it says, my oh. daughter's expecting your arrival. You want to oh, be serious well, about this partner? It's my birthday. Get down yeah. here. 1884. I like how it says, quit fooling around if you, like, stop fucking her. <laughs> Come on, Jane. My daughter's not going to get pregnant look, herself. Look at Jane. his face. He's got a serious dilemma now. Am I going to be a rich, powerful man, or am I going to be happy in love? Oh, I love, like, the only options for women in his life are either the boss's daughter or a possible prostitute. Right. <laughs> like, there's no, like, regular woman. You know. Look, he's sitting right by the hole. Hello. Looking right in there. They're both there. Oh, yeah. I'll show it. Oh, they were in on the joke. 
Oh, and I have one. Good night. That's it. Oh. Now this is a steam bath, and we know Thanks it from. Yourself. Right now, if no, you're Carl, in a thank hot... you for explaining mansplaining to two Jews what a steam is. Yeah, right. Like we don't know what a good. We call that a Jew, a gym. It's all a workout. Yeah. That's a workout right there. Now I want to let you morons know: if you pour cold water over a man in a steam bath, it is very, very shocking to the system. And Sven will get that three three times. Let me just Christian explain this whole thing to you. Are you Christian explaining? You know, I don't see these boxes anymore. I think during COVID, this is a better idea than being in a communal steam bath. During COVID, your whole life. Right. But no, this sucks. You're stuck in a box and a guy puts cold water over your head every 10 seconds. I'm not joking. I used to go to the gym. My whole workout was just going into the steam room and, uh-huh. you know, and then showering mm-hmm. afterwards, getting dressed and taking the bus home. That was it. I didn't yep. like maybe, maybe I'll lift the weight or something. Put my pants back on and just get on the bus. Yeah. Now you can't get out of there alone. The guy's got to let you out. And also, the cold water's not part of the treatment. He goes, he's saying, like, you love her. You shouldn't marry the other one. He goes, hey, put cold water on his head. Don't you dare. And he's getting splashed. Oh, that's hysterical. He looks so much better. Look how refreshed you are after this. Look how great the shirt looks. After that scene. I know. Now, now, in the book, this guy was a huge lumberjack guy. And, you know, the director just said, fuck the book. This guy won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actors, Actor for this. The Academy Awards were new. By the way, I hope you come back to the Razzie show, Adam. I think you're going to vote. That'll be in March. Got to vote. Carl's signing up. Now I'm signing up, yes. I'm going to be an Academy member. So basically, he's like, I'm going to the daughter. You tell Francis Farmer we're breaking up. He's like, I'm not doing that. He goes, well, I can't. I don't have time. He goes, Barney, you have time. He goes, well, I can't because I won't do it if I'm in front of her. You daughter, tell her. You have time. You have time. In fairness, I'm a coward. All right. Uh, I gotta go. Uh, there's something over there. I'll be right and back. In the oven. We don't have an oven. Uh, gotta go. Yeah, uh, cigarettes haven't been invented yet. I gotta go to 7-Eleven and buy cigarettes. Now look how happy Francis is. I would never leave you. <laughs> it's love. Oh, She's baby got her nice new clothes. Hello, Sven. Where's Barney? Who? Barney. Put on the... Oh, Mike disappeared because his accent is so fake and bad. His his Swedish accent. Oh, he's supposed to be Swedish. Yes. I never thought that. Yeah, watch me. He's the Swede. And you gonna talk with the stupid accent that is obviously fake? Does he forget sometimes and just drops the accent? <laughs> I didn't know. That's my favorite. <laughs> or you ever watch like movies that are dubbed over? You know, like cheap movies, and they the guy forgets which character he is. He's playing three different characters. <laughs> you back with us? Oh, uh, Rose is back. Okay. So Mike is gone. <laughs> so Wait, we have your your uh, limit of Spiegelman. Sorry, Carl. No problem. Samuel got better from his surgeries and came back and saw what uh, Hawks had I'm done with his film. And I'm going to take over. Okay, you're going to take over. Yeah, Can you see the mind. film? We're watching the film. 
What are they doing he... in the film right now? Using uh, prune juice. I don't know what that is. No, nope. I was alcohol. saying. Go let Carl speak. Uh, Go ahead, Carl. Well, you know, it's it's not important. It's just for the audience. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, wait, I was I supposed, wait, no, did you ask me to come in just not and not say anything? Is that why you wanted me here? You want another? Should I get the stuffed animals and give them the headset? So, so. Samuel comes back from his operation and he sees what a debacle Hawk has made this film. He's seeing the dailies and everything. And it's essentially like you're fired. And he got this other director uh, named William Wyler, who does other films for him. Yeah. And the guy was like, guy. I'm not taking over some other guy's movie. I am a director. And the guy says, well, I'll suspend you and you won't direct a thing if you don't do it. So he reluctantly had to do it. He refused to have it say directed by him. It had to be directed by okay. Hayes and then and then Howard Hawks and then him. Um, did you he say says, Hayes to the Hayes office? He hated it. Uh, he did about two weeks of work on the film. He said that Francis Farmer was insufferable, awful. Do you see that in her performance? No, awesome. I think it's a great performance. I think it's a well, really good movie. Yeah. Well, you're being biased because you're a lumberjack. Because <laughs> of my outfit? Yeah, and you live in the woods. <laughs> I do, <laughs> I do. We yeah, you live in the We work all day, sleep all night, and work all day, wear women's clothing, and hang around the bars. What? So you have to do that comedic record scratch. Oh, yes, I remember this. The old Iron Ridge, Wisconsin movie. Fashionable Wedding. Yes. No wedding crashers not recommended. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, that would be the – see, back then, she couldn't just show up at the wedding and make trouble. She'd have to get on this train and stay at that hotel and, get, you know, get a horse and buggy. And, sure. you know, she would – to get – you can't just crash a wedding – uh, put up the sound. You can hear the fake Swedish accent. What's a fake Swedish accent? Sven is from Sweden. That's why his name is Sven. So she can't marry Barney. So she's marrying the second best man she knows. Sven. Sven. Yeah, that always bothered me too. Like, again, there's only two choices. It's vengeance. The 1800s, hey. right? There's only so oh. many chicks in the town. Right. right. Like, yeah, they're either a nut or a Francis Farmer. And you it's... don't marry her. You marry the farm. That's what you're going to get, the farm. Carl, do you think... the milk for free. Right. She's, marrying, she's marrying Sven out of vengeance, right? Vengeance yeah, is a disturbed He's doing cult. it for Svite. He's doing it for vengeance. Vengeance. You know my favorite... Uh, movie is uh, Venom. <laughs> the, Mar from the Marvel universe. Yeah. The Venom. He's the sweetest Venom. Okay, so now they're going to get married, and that marriage will result in a child. Okay. Oh, now we're in the 20th century. Right. Now, he's 50 years old. Barney is this exactly what he planned. 
right. a powerful, respected kind of robber baron guy married to Emma Louise. So is he going to get his? You know, did you see that? He said he had handsome children despite his wife. That's really that's, messed up. Well, that's really messed she's up. that's part of the film is that Francis is very pretty and and the mom is not pretty. Now look, the mom is not even sitting here, right? The, that's the mother of. That's the grandmother. Mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. That's another mother. Wait, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's the mom. I've seen this film three times, and I'm just. Doesn't seem like the mom to me. She seems like the grandma. That's the problem. Since her aunt? The mom really does not play into this film except for a few lines. It's interesting that the opening, the the scroll said that he's 50 years old now. Is he going to get a colonoscopy in the next scene? What? No, it's the third. It's the. I don't know that they did that. (laughs) Because he is 50. He should get it checked. That's what he's 50 years old. He's not there. He's peeing right now. Now he's walking back. Oh, I think I have to pee again. He's he's taking his mail. AARP. I'm not even. I'm just 50. Wait, did you guys join AARP? Yeah, he's getting letters from them. Oh, I already joined. Now, this is the daughter of. Okay, we just met the son at the uh, um, kitchen table, at the breakfast table, and now we're meeting the daughter. And the daughter calls him Barney, not Dad. And she's like, don't you say that around your mother. You'll get furious. And then she replies, okay, Boomer. <laughs> Kids today, right? Yeah. So Honey, weird. I'm not a Boomer. I was born 100 years before the Boomer. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> no, you don't understand. I'm not that generation. I was born in 1832. Okay, Boomer. Ah! They do that on purpose. My research about the daughters disappeared. Here it is. Uh, Andrea Leeds is her name, and there's not much here. She was nominated for Academy Award. For this film? Like she, no, no. Uh, it was for something called Stage Door in 1937. She quit for time. She quit. She retired and became a horse breeder. I don't know. There's nothing interesting there. Happens all the time. Uh, You're welcome, audience. Yeah, you're welcome, horses. He was chomping at the bit to retire. (laughs) It was the audience's loss, but the horses gave. So now we're finding out that there's been a telegraph from Sven or Swan, whatever his name is. It's like, why haven't you gone back to Iron Ridge? It's been over 20 years. Now we know why. It's because right. of Francis Farmer, right? Lotta. But the daughter's like, look, you're not happy here. I can tell it. Why don't you go back there, relive your younger years, and try to enjoy yourself? Listen, Dad, now that, bar you fight. Get laid. Yeah. Get laid. Dad, now that you can see me, I see no reason why you shouldn't leave Mom. Right? <laughs> She's not saying that. She doesn't understand that. He doesn't you know so about handsome. Francis. Oh, it's the butler. That's Carl, what's up with this guy? No, it's just pa- pack some stuff so I can go fishing. I did not lurk- look up the butler, and he was listed in IMDb. He was not listed in... Uh... Oh, here's the trivia. Hated working with Francis Farmer. Uh, everybody says that, Mike. It's no joke. I mean, but 
there's always this image like there is a double standard because oh no i knew this was coming no, i knew is. this was there coming is. she is a, a gender of female so therefore you're going to leap to her defense no i'm she not leaping to her defense assholes she are assholes incarcerated she was put in she was committed to psychiatric hospitals because she's a lady because she's a lady. Oh. she was hysterical carl is that what you say hysteria yeah, is that what you're saying yellow wallpaper carl mm -hmm. like what's the what she went nuts I'm just saying there's plenty of dick actors, all right? And I, I think that it's easier to kind of pinpoint the, the dick lady actor. Wow. So we're doing That's a adorable. general stereotype here that we're talking about a lady actor, therefore. No, I, I'm sure Francis Farmer was a terror, but I just, when I hear stories about Sharon Stone, for example, I don't really buy it. Like Lucy Liu got like. Okay, skin. Sharon Stone, Lucy Liu, but not Francis Farmer. Oh, I right. love Lucy Liu. Me too. Oh my God, she's so great. Farmer is very nice. I met her once. Very nice. Punched me in the face. But it's cast no. in the original Broadway play <laughs> of in New York City. She followed with two Broadway productions. A battle with depression and binge drinking caused her to drop out of subsequent Ernest Hemingway stage adaptions. She returned to Los Angeles in '41. Did two films in '42. Publicity of her reported erratic behavior began to surface after several arrests. Okay, the my apologies to Lucy Liu. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, to compare her to Francis Farmer. Well, she sounds like a train wreck. How about that? Yes. Well, I probably yeah. bought her a drink in the, in the early 2000s. I'm going to cancel my Francis Farmer insurance, Carl. I'm scouring my notes for bad <laughs> things they said about Francis Farmer. Now, one more time, she is a great actress in this film. She carries it perfectly. You have no idea that she's difficult at all. She doesn't do anything difficult. What is that website where uh, Francis Farmer dates? Like, if you, uh, Oh, dates? yeah, you only want to date Francis Farmer? It's Francis Farmer like, only? Yeah, Francis Farmer only. Now, that's the son, by the way, and he was a big deal in Westerns. That was his claim to fame. As a matter of fact, from... Uh, where is it? Nice guy. Nice guy. <laughs> Difficult to work with. Hated no. working. Had troubles working with with uh, Francis Farmer. You can tell he, he was like he was just very dedicated. Like when he needed to yell and punch people, just because he loved the film so much. You can tell he's from Westerns because when he sits down, he sits like this. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Dad. I'm going to go get me some sarsaparilla. What? What's this about sarsaparilla? Um. He appeared in Western films exclusively from 46 to 76 when he retired. Yeah, I remember uh, watching Westerns in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> they sure did go away, right? He was in Sullivan Travels. He was in Hitchcock's oh. Foreign Correspondent. And he was in The Most Dangerous Game as the hero, which we saw in 32. Yeah, that's right. Do you think he had a gun or was he being stalked? most dangerous game no he was the guy getting hunted oh right on yeah he was excellent i like that guy harry mason up oh. have a That'll nice trip a, it'll be a running yeah. gag yeah. he'll show up all happy later like now he's mad that he's comfortable he goes this office wouldn't be the same if i wasn't tripping what's in the jars and behind his desk yeah, brain. 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 Yeah, brain. It's the brain from Half Dead. And I need some more cotton balls behind my head. All right? Yeah, see? 
What? Lollipop? All right. Okay. He does, he does flower, talk how many like cups? that. Put up, put up the sound for a minute. This is the son talking about, I got this idea for paper cups. Look, you see how he dropped it? They left that in. They were like, fuck it. I'm almost done with this film. Just. Well, That's why they fired Hired Hawk. Like, just dropping the cups. This is the guy, most dangerous game. He's the hunted one. Yeah, That's so cool. I'll never work. No one wants to drink from a cone. See, they'll eat ice cream from a cone. But Ridiculous. Not Ridiculous. If you don't want to, or if you don't want to be partners, I'm gonna to have to make this paper cup solo. Oh, oh nice. Very nice. I tried, but the first yeah. paper cup was Dixie. I looked it up. Did they have like a poker hand on it? In the first cup. Oh yeah, and underneath. Yeah. I always spilled my coffee because I couldn't wait. Did I win? Well, the idea was it would be those coffee machine, hot chocolate coffee machines that would drop a cup. Oh, and I love pour those. Coffee into it. Yeah. So the cup itself would have a poker hand. Oh yeah, no, I didn't know that. Oh it would yeah, have a lot of sugar you, in the coffee. It would yeah. give you four cards, and the fifth one was on the bottom. So after you're drinking, you could see if you won. I but you were anxious. Yeah. Whoa! player. Now Barney is having a homecoming. Barney is coming back. He's gonna find out Ada Francis Farmer died. He was away so long. He went and died. There's spent. He can't jump anymore like he did early. He's like, I'm a too old now. Jumping Jiminy. Right. Oh, I'm glad oh, to see great. you, Barney. Eh? Good Wait, to see are you. they 50 now? Yeah. yeah. Too old to jump? Well, he's older than 50. You look good. Can I offer you some gummy fish? They're from Maya, from Sweden. No, meatballs are fine. You have these small ones. How do I sit on this? Do I have to build this first? Okay, hang on. <laughs> yeah, I built this house for myself from a box. From a box. I couldn't get out of the parking lot. So Samuel Golden paid $150,000 uh, for the book, and that was a lot of money. And Hawk... Because he was sick and, you know, he was uh, in surgery and Samuel was on around, he did a lot, a lot, a lot of budget. So this film cost super amount of money to make. It was a successful film at the box office, but they still didn't make money because the original director skirted it all away. And so this Edward guy, Edward Arnold, became known as box office poison, which wasn't fair to him. That's not weird. Now, this is the tray that one of the trays they used to break Lada out. Oh, and they framed it. Well, I yeah. guess. Does he look uh, like Malcolm when he laughs? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he looks like our uncle. Glad to see you again, Barney. Oh, this brings back old times. Oh, excuse let's me. Go, I'm flipping accent. Wait, were you doing an Irish accent? Girl? Yes, I was by mistake. Let's listen <laughs> for a second so I can get my speech. Yeah, get your accent right. Oh, oh. the morning. Fucking violin. Back then they had the violins on set. That's how much money he spent. This yeah. is, he's learning that she died. That's why we have the violins. Well, I guess I won't be cheating on my wife. <laughs> I guess I won't be sleeping with your wife. Yeah. 
I won't need these condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Toss them in the fireplace. <laughs> oh, Jimmy's. You know what? You think Sven has a, enough condoms being Swedish? Why? I don't know. Yeah, calendar Carl. That was really doesn't make any sense. Erotica reference. That's all I know. I'm yeah. still lost in the woods. Oh. What am I a logger? So you can tell which director directed what, right? Because one is like in color and one is in black and white. <laughs> Could what you tell? I mean, is it is it like just he Hawks did the first half and the guy did the second half, or was it shot all over the place? Well, it was the last two weeks of production that he got healthy and came back, and that's oh, when wow. he fired him and hired Wilder. But it's there's a dispute. Some. On the internet, some sources say 30 minutes of this footage is him, and then other people say 10 minutes. But absolutely, the last uh, edit of the film is his. Oh, the, the one that got right. released. Hashtag release the Hawks cut. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Hawk cut. This is Carrie, and it's Sven's sister's daughter. I think his name's Svan, and I'm saying, yeah, I'm insulting him. Svan. So they're meeting Svan's sister's daughter, who lives with them. Wow. And her name's yeah. Carrie. And she was going to be our lead in this film, but Francis Farmer showed up and beat her. Really? God, yeah. she must be really hard to work with. Beat her. <laughs> with a stick. But she's got a better to go role. there, but they decided to buy the farm. Fair now, enough. she would go on to have lots of troubles with the House Un-American committees. She was Austrian. She mm -hmm. was pro-Nazi. In yep. the 50s, the FBI began to investigate her. <clears throat> and, yeah, she was blacklisted, and she died at 59 of a cerebral hemorrhage. And some people say because of the stress of being FBI surveillanced and blacklisted, I don't think I believe that, but. What, get back to the Nazi thing. Uh, she, she was pro-Nazi, you said? Yes. She was a um, Nazi. Well, she was from Austria. Now, she this is. is Frances Farmer now playing her daughter. It's the daughter of Lata and Svan, and her name is also Lata. Oh, what is what I love about the movie is that he left uh, Lata at the age that his daughter, this daughter is now. So right. That's the image he's always had of her. Sven, right. you know, watched her grow up, grow old, and die. So, yeah. yeah the, so this is, he's back in. It's just like a convenient thing, because if the woman was still alive, he would have to see her thirty years older. But now right. seeing her daughter is at that same memory that he had of her. Right. Now, Detroit, you know. watch Edward's eyes. He will look at her boobs in this scene. I saw it Hello. three times. Hello. 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 Call it. My eyes are up here. Uh, hello. I'm not looking at your eyes. How do you, uh, what's right. your name tag say? Oh, you don't have a name tag. Let me check it out. <laughs> uh, two. There you go. He's right out there, right there. You know what the movie is? is to pretend you're angry and look at it. Look, look. That, there it is. There it is. Now they're looking at the ass. This is crazy. <laughs> so uh, they're going to get kicked out of the restaurant. Lada and Carrie are a sort of like sisters. They live together. Okay, watch his eyes now. Yeah, Leary. Not yet. Oh, there you go. Oh, Elio, that was a quick one. You saw that, right? Yeah, it was very. It was a glance. Yeah, it was a glance. he got what in, huh? Yeah, what in? 
Lick the finger and touch the uh, 20, early 20th century. make sure iron. it's hot. Ah! It's hot. Now, there's something a little contradictory in this film. In this scene, she's going to talk about as if, like, Barney's sexually attracted to me, so I'm going to exploit that. But later in the film, she's going to be like, I would never! I don't know, it contradicts. Put on the sound just for this conversation. Yeah. Listen. I don't want to be there when Mr. Black comes. Well, what if I'm not there and you wake the guy and I'm afraid I'm not coming? Can you? You never come. So she's manipulating. Hello. What are you doing? I'm going to show up late so I miss. Like me. <laughs> what are you up to, young lady? I'm not like that. I'm hot. I'm not like that. I'm like that. I'm not like that. I'm not like that. I'm like that. I'm I'm now, later in the film, though, she'll, like, do a reversal as if, what? That's shocking. I never even thought of it. And 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 the script's not making her, just for this one little scene, she's got some manipulation to her. And then it goes away for the rest of the film. It doesn't make sense. You think that was added by the new director to kind of... Oh, that's a good point. Like, it was a note that they had to add that scene later? Maybe. To make her look bad? Maybe. Two yeah. shots for Sven. Three shots for Sven. You guys want any of this? <laughs> oh, I forgot to offer you guys some Rappa, whatever it is. Uh... Now he goes, where is she? And and you see the Harry's like, <laughs> like it's true what Lotta was thinking, you know? And Oh, Santos. They named her Lotta because she's got a lot of boobs. A lot of junior. Right? A lot of senior? Not right. Of it senior. is junior and senior. That's right. Right. Unless she comes from a long line of uh, a lot of, I mean, a lot of the third, a lot of IV. That's a lot, a lot of. I did the whole lot of love uh, guitar riff. Whole <laughs> lot of love. Whole lot of love. <laughs> We all know that guitar line. Francis Farmer died in 1970 at 56 years old of cancer. That's good. What a jerk. Wow, she's young. Now, when she was young, she won this contest for like scholastic, she was in high school, scholastic books or something. She wrote this whole thing about how God is bullshit. God is not true. I couldn't believe when Scholastic Dynamite magazine published it. That she won a hundred bucks for it, though, and that's a lot of money in thirty-one. She had to get fifty dollars uh, to God. Chaotic, godless world. But later, towards the end of her life, she would become a Christian. You know why? Because she was cuckoo, cuckoo. I'm gonna oh, have to see more. She went to the Soviet Union. 
He did? Wait, During who? During their final year of college, 1935, Francis won a subscription contest for the leftist newspaper, The Voice of Action. First prize was a trip to the Soviet Union. Farmer accepted the prize, despite her mother's strong objection. Fuck you, where were you when I was a kid? Francis, uh, so don't go to Russia. Fuck went, you, where were you when I was a kid? Uh, she went, she was... She wanted to see the pioneering Moscow art theater. Her interest in such topics fostered speculation. She was not only an atheist, but a communist. The same year she graduated with a degree in drama. When she came back from the Soviet Union, she went to New York. Got into uh, some plays and then Paramount, you know, she was too pretty to not let. uh, I do do want to keep talking about her, but I just want to play the song that they're playing on the accordion. Another one, right? Hey, I want to sit next to you. Okay. Talking to you, Michael. Yeah, that's the song she's playing. Well, Barney's, she's singing Love Me Tender, and Barney's like, stop it, stop it, because he can't handle it, because it's just like his love. You know, in this film, like, Barney's not a terrible, awful human being, you know? He's yeah, he's a little He he's was sweet. friends with the loggers. He was ambitious. He, he was ambitious. That was his problem. That was yeah. his failure. He was a nice guy who was too ambitious. He was a movie. That, I, that's what I always thought when I watched the film was like, he was too ambitious, right? He gave that up. He, he gave love up for money. Right, exactly. For money. And success. Now, he had been planning his success for years and then was with this woman for about a couple, you know, two months. So. You know this song, too. Oh, yeah. I don't. If you don't know Lily like I do. Look at the kids. Now, that was inappropriate. Yeah, and we really out. won't see that again for the film until he makes an indecent proposal later. But we won't <laughs> see any more creeping. Ben turns a red fox. Oh, I'm coming. This is the big one. <laughs> he popped his collar. Lada, I'm coming. Now, now the thing is, Swan's got a bad back, so he's like, I'll take you to the specialist in Chicago, and I'll take you girls along with us, and I'll buy you nice dresses, and we'll be on a train. It's like what they've always dreamed about, getting – not Carrie so much. It's what Slot has always dreamed about, getting out of this town. and Basically, her wishes are coming true right now. Oh. He starts playing the Love Me Tender song and he starts crying. He goes, what's the matter? Is yeah. it brings back memories? No, Colonel Tom Parker owes me $500. Did you watch oh. that Elvis movie, Adam? No, I didn't. It, I liked it. I don't know. I'm going to defend that movie. Which Did one? You watch it? Elvis, the three-hour movie. Oh, should I see it? Uh, yes, it's not. like You might not like it, but I, I really liked it. I but it you recommend it. Yeah, I recommend it out. Everything There's a lot of gyrating, Carl, this evening. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you might get offended. You make sure your kids are not in the room when you watch it. Okay. Yeah. You can watch it with Rose. But... Yeah, my, my 
youngest is 17. My oldest is 22. They could be in a rude. They're going to get farther. They've done their own grinding. Wow, they're really in the 20th century. They're on the train. Okay, now, you see these hats? We don't know. We don't know anything about it. They will go to the dining car, and women will kind of make fun of their outfits, like they're a little outdated or whatever. And Francis Farmer will get mad at Barney saying, you knew it. You knew it. That's why you wanted us to dine in the car and not in the dining. So he goes, okay, you caught me. When we go to Chicago, I'll buy you all proper clothes. And Oh, so he's he's hiding them for during the meal? They're going in a separate car? When they oh, my God. The meal's on her head. Car, he said, let's dine in my car. And they said, uh -huh. no, we want to go to the dining room where everyone can see us. So Barney said, oh, okay. You know, okay. he's not going to say no to them. Yeah. And then they got laughed at. So... That's uh, how smoking or non-smoking section? Bumpkin or non-bumpkin section? Uh, smoking bumpkin. Okay, here they are in the dining car, and you can see a few people taking a look at their hats and stuff and their outfits and making smirks. Yeah, hello. No, turn this up because it's a little... Hey, fellow robber baron! Hey, Ron. Hey, what are you doing out here? Oh, I'm on my way to Chicago's on Boston now, the reason for this scene is he's going to talk about how beautiful the daughter is. Hubba, hubba. Yeah, but he'll say, oh, don't be ridiculous. That's what I always say. You old bullgat. You old mother. Randy after dinner, all right? <laughs> all right, I got to go okay. sleep with my daughter. Now listen to what how Francis Farmer talks about how embarrassed she was. Did you enjoy it? No, I they look like they're weave wore. <laughs> they look like they're hairstyled. Well, that's essentially <laughs> yeah. what I wanted you to hear. And now he's like, gonna, well, I'll buy you proper clothes. He basically starts spending money on them like crazy. That's the reason why you didn't yell, come and get it in the middle of the film. You were embarrassed to eat with us. There was a great opportunity for the director directors to put in, come and get it during the dinner scene. Because it'll be in the beginning of the movie, the end of the movie, and then in the middle of the movie. It's like Goodfellas. Mm -hmm. Remember the, the shoe shine box? Right. Let's see. Same yeah, you, you insulted them a little bit. Now, a, a little bit. A little bit. Now they're oh. in proper, great clothes. and Oh, now they don't look silly. Oh, they look. All right. <laughs> that other hat looked ridiculous. This one. Okay. Howard Hawks was originally signed to direct, but was replaced by William Wyler midway through the production. Farmer was indignant and clashed with Wyler during the filming. He later said, the nicest thing I can say about Frances Farmer is that she is unbearable. Though her working relationship with Wyler was tumultuous, Hawks remembered Farmer with admiration, saying she had more talent than anyone I ever worked with, ever worked with. So this is the thing about her. She was tough, but she's gold on screen. Right. So you're saying she's talented. 
Now look at this one, was supposed to be playing Francis Farmer's role. You can see why they chose Francis. Right. Well, you're right, she's given... Sorry. Liberals. Right, it was the communists who suggested Francis Farmer. I met her in college. Well, they're all very happy. Now, uh, Adam, one thing uh, Carl and I notice when we watch movies, especially when they have like dining uh, theater experiences, mm -hmm. is that it's all studio produced. Like this is not an exact replica of a dining hall in, in early 1910s, but for the movie they build it. But this is our only historical.